What's up to you, Mark? Hey. Hey. Eric, this how are you? First. Welcome to Vermont. Well, thank you. Have you ever been in Vermont before? Many a time. Other than college. <laughs> how did you go to college in a place I ended up living? Uh, you have to look into the lentils and you'll see the answer. Um, number 12, the first ever that we've been together for this podcast. The first we've ever been together and about lentils. I, I, and you haven't been here before, so I'd ask you about the lentils. Where are you being? <laughs> Time to delve into number 12 is all I can say to you, Mark. This fine as long as there's no more legume jokes. <laughs> legroom jokes? Yes. I think we have enough legroom Vermont, between us. It's, it's not like Maryland. There's a lot of legroom up here in Vermont. <laughs> I can't believe I'm not looking at you over Zoom. I'm like, this is this weird. Is, this, this is, is like strange. Cool. Wait, wait, wait. So this is what's going to happen when the country starts opening up after the post covid whatever in a few months uh people are going to start looking at each other and they're i'm guessing they're going to look at each other face to face like you're right over there and they're going to say hmm <laughs> kind of nicer with covid because <laughs> because with with zoom you could be doing all this other stuff and no one will know <laughs> correct and i don't mean that way Dude, but you know what i'm I mean? sorry mark you didn't put pants on for the podcast <laughs> is, is it is the cameras is that going can See, I, how do I mute myself here? Can I mute? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, mute? I didn't mean leg room in Vermont. I meant <laughs> leggings. <laughs> Let go of my ego. So wait a second. I'm confused. Are you saying, or am I saying, that in the post-COVID time frame, we actually don't want to see each other? Correct. Okay. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> See you. Um, you know what uh, I, I has I has been pondering is how I first met you, which we have never talked about on this podcast. How did we meet? Okay, so I think it was in Washington, D.C. Yes, is that right? Is that where Washington D.C. nineteen ninety six? Nineteen ninety six. Ninety six. Oh my yes. gosh! Yes, I know. That's that's the year we first met. So this would be twenty five years. Wait, wait, wait. What we, is that? <laughs> we took, Wow. Wow. It's the 25th year anniversary. Yes. Wow. Correct. 1996. And you were running uh, the Traveler Circle. Is that where we first met at the Traveler Circle? Yes. That's where I think that's the first I met you was at the Traveler Circle. You can correct me, you know, but we don't have fact checking. You never visited me in prison or anything (laughs) like that, which, you know, it's fine if you don't. You ran the Traveler Circle, which met weekly at that point. It used to meet weekly. And it was a it was a group to get wonderful people together to tell travel stories. Well, once we, <laughs> I started traveling, we couldn't meet me weekly because I was traveling. And um, and I met all sorts of wonderful people through the Traveler Circle, and um, that was an amazing. Still is. I mean, we still you know the, the Traveler Circle happens at points, but that that period that was a good. 15 year stretch or something or something ten, like that. A it, good long stretch. sort of moved up to Vermont now. But, right. But the idea was that people would get together and share stories. There's no money. There's no very few rules. There's no fact checking like the federal government, <laughs> um, our federal government, probably other federal governments as well. And people would, it, it's a little bit like jamming on a musical instrument. Right. So let's say you start with a story. Right. I'm not even sure what story I'm going to tell, but then I hear your story and right. I think, oh, that reminds me of the time I was in Guatemala and I was crossing the border and then all of a sudden they saw the beer and they thought, whatever. Right. And then someone else hears that story and it's 
the stories create momentum right and you become part of a community of threads of stories where you all learn stuff right and often in those times i would play some music and you were real encouraging of that i mean it was just wonderful and the people and it's also about the people that you meet this and the that i mean wonderful people through through the traveler circle you know so many great people that that i connected with just speaking for myself personally you know it was a really valuable thing that um you know we we is to be you know we like to remind our kids of and remind people of the value of and remind ourselves of the value of telling a story you know telling a story traveling and telling a story telling stories anyway but you know specifically traveling and telling stories and you know it's it's one of the greatest things in life and one of the greatest connectors and uh so yeah sometimes sometimes you're traveling and it's like oh my god this is nuts (laughs) <laughs> and yet, sometimes, not always, those can I, are the can, best stories. Can I can I share a travel story that you were a part of? I would love because I mean, share. So you came to visit me in India. I did when when Julian and I were there um, on on Fulbright uh, about uh, four years ago, right? And uh, doing music, and that's that. I was there, and you and 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 your kids came, and we were taking a trip to Darjeeling. We had to get to the train station. Oh my gosh, I'll right. never forget that. <laughs> so we were in Varanasi. That was just insane. Varanasi along the Ga- banks of the Ganges Correct. River. Oh my gosh, there's so many stories we could tell, but you know. <laughs> but the, the one I'm thinking of is the taxi that took us to the, to the train station. It was, you don't mean you know, like the taxi from hell. <laughs> is that the one you mean? Where the taxi driver decided to avoid paying a toll, he would go the opposite way across the high on a highway on a bridge at dusk <laughs> at dusk the sun was setting our life was ending god was tired of us and as i remember <laughs> the, the sun was going down and there's big orange sun and and these big trucks with wheels that were higher than the taxi itself were coming toward us because guess what just like you just said we were on the wrong side of the highway like he entered the exit ramp and got on and went yeah I mean, this is true story, literally. I mean, was this no the same driver who didn't know where the train station was? Correct. He had to keep stopping and asking people. <laughs> but yeah, so not we, to be critical. And then so we, so we, like, we got there, and our hearts were in our mouths at that point. I thought we were. We thought, did we not, that we were going to die? And we were kind of like close. You know, we we're like, we got to get to the train. We got to make sure we get to the train. And we. Uh, got there and it said, what did it say? One hour late or two hours, right? And then all of a sudden it was like two hours late. Three hours late. (laughs) Two becomes three. Three becomes... And I think it was... Four? What was it about? Ten hours later? It was eight eight hours. Eight hours later. We waited... The whole night. All night after rushing and almost dying on this crazy taxi ride. And we waited... And I remember we were sleeping on, there's one, like, maybe one bench, but mostly we were sleeping on the the floor, the, the cement that was, like, the ground. And the kids are, they're just rolling. It was fine. It was no it. problem. And what, wasn't there a bunch of animals sharing that space there with were, us? Yeah, there were monkeys. There was a... Bull. Climbing through the rafters. A bull. There, there was, was a bull, bull walking <laughs> with the big horns. And there was rats. Yes. Oh, I, I oh the t- rats. Oh, I loved them. The rats were the best. Yes. I could totally have this wrong, but for some reason I remember, of course, this was a chain, train station, so it wasn't just our train. There was a lot of trains. So a train would stop every, I don't know, 
hour or half hour, whatever. And people would get out of the train because maybe there was a layover for 10 minutes or whatever. And they would, what, take showers, urinate, <laughs> do whatever. And then they get back on the train. It was like not what you'd see at Penn Station. No. <laughs> but I love, the, I love the Indian trains. I, I, I'll take it all. And I'll tell you, once we got on the train... My, 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 the memory that's most seared in my brain was playing, um, tunes, you know, you had your recorder and I was playing my guitar and we were playing John Henry. Yeah. John Henry, baby, sitting on his daddy's knee. And we're singing that great American folk song. And this dude the was, Indian landscape right, is uh, rushing by. Right. And there's a guy sitting with us just. Just digging it, loving, loving it, you know, and I love the, you know, he may have had no concept of what John Henry or the song, right. but he was totally there with us. Yeah. It was like, yeah, we were jamming. I mean, the wonder of storytelling, I think, is the, um, I guess, reflecting that this story is always in you. You know, and so that story, I mean, we haven't even told the story of our walk on the Ganges. That will have to be another time. But, oh but gosh. you know, those yeah. stories are always in you, you know, yeah. and those experiences. And, and you know, I, I, I think I preach maybe too much to my kids about, like, making sure, make sure you have stories. At the end of the day, make sure you have a story, you know. And if that, whatever thing you're doing on, on the computer, on YouTube, is not yeah. granting you a story to share with someone think twice and there's stories with I'm, I'm thinking you're using the metaphor of food where there's more nutrients in the, in the story like you could see a, like a film which is telling a story and it's kind of canned and there's a formula to it but then you can have a story with a lot of nuance and nutrients that enrich you right <laughs> yes the joys of having animals kitty Kitty cats, kitty cats. Um, one of the special things for me with the Traveler Circle, having been running it since 1996, before, is, yeah. um, is getting my kids involved. Right. So they show up and they have no story to tell and they have to make up a story on the spot. And that develops a muscle. Yes, totally. And they get to hear other people's stories. So they get to hear people who have been in Peace Corps and their stories or something happened in Africa or something. And my kids are just like... A live national, Ge it's like you're reading National Geographic, but it's live. Right. And it's not the famous great author. It's like, you know, one of Eric's friends and stuff. And right. that's really cool to learn, you know, have your kids learn about the world through stories. And I something tells me that that's how people used to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Storytelling. I mean, oh boy, we need a whole podca podcast on this one, but just what I've been learning about recently, about the power of the human voice, you know, telling, talking to people versus texting and emailing and the power of the human voice. We evolved from however long it took, millions of years, presumably from the proto-humans uh, to, you know, early hominids and whatever, yep. uh, to, to relate to the voice, the human voice. Not to texting. <laughs> oh, really? That, that's kind of like a new thing. <laughs> the Neanderthals didn't do that? Didn't have Twitter? Uh, no, they were twits. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> I mean, if you're a twit, that's, the, that's more active as opposed to tweeting, which is more passive. 
Here's the storytelling. Here's the storytelling. Here's to, here's, to, here's to the fact that it brought you and I together. Absolutely. Shall we, we discuss? Because we, 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 you know, sometimes we read big tomes, big books, sometimes nonfiction. We read something kind of fictional last time, kind of semi-fictional in uh, The Burning. A Burning. Um, but then sometimes it's fun to, you know, just read a story and talk about a story because some of these stories have a lot of weight, just a simple story, you know? And, and so we read, uh, the lady or the tiger and, uh, and I actually, I had suggested it because it's one of those stories I read. It must've been in high school. I read this and it was, I always remembered this story and, uh, it's like, why did I always remember that story was my question to myself. Like, why, why didn't I forget that? There's plenty of things you forget in life, but right, I right. always remembered the story. Right. And, uh, and then you, you know, you read it and you sent me an an- your answer. <laughs> Lady of the Tiger. Do, do you want to summarize a bit of Lady of the Tiger? What is the... Right. So a long time ago, there was a semi-barbaric king who uh, got very creative with the way that he wanted to put forth justice in his semi-barbaric kingdom. And so rather than having like judges or a set of laws or something like that, he decided to do what? Well, he had a, like a, like a, like a Roman Colosseum kind of thing, right? And everybody could come and the, the, the accused of whatever thing, whatever it was, had two doors to choose from, choose between, and you couldn't have both. Right, that he wasn't had part to of his choose one. And behind one was, was a tiger. A tiger, but it wasn't just a tiger, Eric. This was a tiger that was particularly found to be naughty and vicious and really ready to tear you to pieces in an instant. This was not like, ah, oh, nice buddy cat, right. meow. No, 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 no. This was... And behind the other door, behind door number two... Was a lady. Right, a lady. But it wasn't just a lady, Eric. Right. It was... The finest lady in the land. It was not just the finest lady in the land. And, and yes, it was the finest lady in the land. This was a lady who was found specific to the person who was being accused to be a perfect match for the person being accused, if it turns out they were innocent, as seen by the king. Or as seen by fate, basically, though, because it's, you know, the king has no choice. Nobody gets to choose. It's only the accused gets to choose. Left or right. Left or right. Or right or Or left. left. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, either. And if you choose, and if if the lady comes out, you immediately you have to get you get married. That's the you marry this, and there's a big celebration. And it turns out this is beginning to sound a little bit weird. Let's say that you're accused of something. Maybe you did it, or maybe you didn't. And maybe it just so happened that at that moment in time, you're already married with kids. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. You still had to marry. If it was a lady, you still have to marry the lady and be very happy uh, to wed her. So the crowds come. Because it is an entertainment for the for the Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's what's going to happen? And uh, I I don't think there's really any. um, It's not a giveaway to say that the author. This was written in 1880. um, um, The author, whose name is escaping me, the author does not 
tell us what happens. The, 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 the accused, actually, we, the accused who had fallen in love with the king's daughter. Correct? And that's what he was being accused of. Right. If I'm not mistaken, this accused person was being accused because he fell in love with the king's daughter and the king's daughter was royalty. And the accusation was he loved her and he was not royalty. He was Correct. of the lower classes. Right. And that, that sort of discrepancy was a bit, for the, from the king's point of view, off-putting. Right. So when he comes out and the, cro- the throngs are looking at him, and again, I don't think this kid is still worth As reading. It's a, it's a short story. Right. They're looking yeah, at this, that's what they do. this guy, the they accused, yeah. and he looks at her. He looks at, at his... The princess sitting by the king. Who so loved. Right. And, and while that's happening, the throngs were looking at him. Right. Saying, oh, he's such a nice-looking man. Mm, right. And he asks with his eyes, basically, which door? Because he knows that she knows. She, she, she's and that she kind did, of person. And she, yeah. She, she, she would be able to figure it out. She has access to power. She has money. Wily she knows which door. Daughter of a king. Well, let's just say daughter of a semi-barbaric king. Right. She knows and she might be semi-barbaric herself. Correct. She knows which door. She also despises the woman that's behind one door. of yeah right. we're not sure how she feels about the tiger right <laughs> but she felt i don't know if she felt jealous about the tiger then i'm not again not any nice tiger but this is like a really rough and tough right. scrambly kind of right. claws and stuff tiger but she did however feel jealous about the human woman right with her own charm she indicates to him with the quickest of motions very quick no one notices because everyone's looking at him not just quick but quickest you're right Right. it was quick she indicates with a little flick of her hand which 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 to the right she flicks to the right you know so he knows that he he should go to the right right so the question dear reader is did the did the princess point him to the door with a tiger was behind the right door, was it a tiger or was it a lady? And that's for us to of figure course. out. Right? It could be the, right. the tiger was a lady. <laughs> right? It could be a female tiger. Correct. Um, so, right. um, so we don't know the answer. So this raises an interesting question. Um, and that is, why the heck did the king devise such a bizarre system of justice. Yes, I think it raises men, that question and many, many others. I think the obvious question is, oh, what do you think she pointed him all to? All right, so let's start there. No, I mean, no, those are all, you're right. That's what I think, it's a great story because there's not, there's that question. There's the why is the king why does the king think this is justice? Why does... And um, I think those are all... That's what great literature does. It makes it doesn't tell you what... It makes you ask the questions, right? And So do we want to... We don't want to ruin it for the readers, but do we... Uh, for our listeners, but do we want to guess which she... Um, put forth to her lover? Yes. I mean, uh, certainly. Well, I, you know, with all the, he tries to give you a bunch of seeds of like background to help you make an informed choice. I think she pointed him to the lady. Really? 
I do. I do. I mean, maybe it's like a. Maybe it's depending. You have such a nice way about you, and you must believe in goodness of humans. Wow, I never knew that about you. Seriously, I think. Dude, I think she pointed him to the lady. Yeah, not the lady tiger. The 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 human lady. lady. Yeah, to get married. Yeah. So you really think that that this daughter of the king of the semi-barbaric king is going to say okay. You go have this wonderful life with this sexy babe. <laughs> I, I maybe, while the whole kingdom and the throngs are watching, and the big betrothal with, with, is that how you pronounce that word? Sure. Thank you. With flowers and and a big parade, and the king's going to be there, and you're going to get on that night, and you know, I mean, you know, in terms of sharing literature and stuff. So, you think that? Do you really think that? Um, well, I'll, I'll be honest. If you want to keep, if you want to go further down the road, I actually don't think that's the most important takeaway from the story. I, I, you answer, and then I'll tell you what I think is the bigger takeaway. But there's okay. lots of questions. I, okay, I will answer, yes. and I also have a sense of what the bigger takeaway yes. is. And I'm fascinated to see if you, what you think is the bigger takeaway is the same thing that I think is a bigger. Okay, takeaway. tell me, tell me all things. Yes. I think that the semi-barbaric daughter of the semi-barbaric, it's like a half and a half, so she's probably like a quarter barbaric. So um, I think that she had a sense that her lover kind of knew this woman that the king found. And I think that stung. And so I think that she had a sense that it was time to um, reset things. And she would have to live uh, with... Here's the thing. This is a sad, sad point about the human heart. It feels like almost like an affair in a sense that he would... the The man she loves would be with another beautiful woman. And that's going to happen tomorrow and the next day. And she's going to see him in the newspaper paper at the kingdom and and whatever ancient facebooks they had whereas if it's a tiger it's just gonna be a story it's gonna be horrible she will feel bad but then it's done with an affair like that quote unquote it wasn't her fault it wasn't really an affair but that kind of in your face for the rest of her life right. would be painful. Right. And maybe she knew that and she just said, well, the tiger has to eat anyway. Right. And if she believes in an afterlife, he'll be straight going to the afterlife, perhaps, you know, and then she'll it get to see him there. Right. So my sense was <clears throat> that she she wasn't portrayed as being necessarily mother teresa right so i thought maybe she um just uh didn't want to deal with that that pain in her heart right i think you changed your answer because i think you told me like two weeks ago or something when you replied i think i think not i don't i'm not not fact checking but i think you said the lady i thought you you said the lady that you texted me or something you said the lady which is no, not putting you on the spot because that's what this story does. Because tomorrow I'll have a different answer for but why you. Why would I say the lady? Why would she do that? What benefit would it be 
for the daughter. She loves him so that she can't stand. She couldn't take the the knowing. And it's. I think it's interesting. Another yet another takeaway. Like you know, you put your. You do kind of have to put yourself in her shoes. You're like, what would I do? You know, it's like you'd have to live with that memory of the tiger eating up the man that you loved forever. Even if compare, you know, weighing either having to sit with that memory or having to see him and this lady or know that they're together and you're not, you know, which is more painful. Maybe there's like a utility kind of thing. You have to kind of weigh. (laughs) Well, I mean, the thing is, if you're not a narcissist, the clear thing to do is to open the door for the lady so that everyone could live happily ever after. And the, the tiger will eat a lamb or something, not a human. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's the nice thing to do, clearly. But I don't know if I got the sense that the daughter, I think, I don't know if I got a sense that she was a narcissist uh, or, you know, totally self-interested. Um, I, I don't know if that's clear. It's only like three and a half pages. Right. <laughs> it's, it's not like a 200-page novel. So what is your takeaway? What's your bigger takeaway? How about you say your bigger takeaway? And My I'll bigger takeaway. At the same time. <laughs> One, two, three. three. Go. That's hard. I, I can't do that. You, you go first. Well, I just think the the bigger takeaway is um, choices, making choices in life, and you know this lady of the tiger has become a what do you what do you call this a mm, a. Mm, I don't know what the word is, is metaphor or something. I can't think of what the right for like choices where you can't know the right way to go. It's symbolic. And I I don't know. I just think, I think our world for a lot of people, we're full of choices. And I think a lot of those choices, we are, we convince ourselves that, oh my gosh, it's like the lady or the tiger. I have to choose, which should I choose? Which is the right thing to do? And either way, it's horrible. <laughs> right? Or, I mean, in this or, story, it's horrible. Correct. But also, there's also a sense that getting the lady or the is the better thing. You don't want to get eaten by a tiger. The guy doesn't want to get eaten by If you're the guy choosing, you don't want to get eaten by the tiger. You no. want to, you know. And, and, but I just think, I think so, that I think the takeaway also, it's just the, like, stories kind of help us think, like, okay, how much, how many of those choices that we have to make really are really the lady or the tiger choices? Some are, certainly, but I think sometimes people, we have a potential to be paralyzed by choice, by thinking, oh, I have to choose this or I have to, and that, and then it can take you down a rabbit hole where everything is a choice and like, oh my gosh, I have to choose this. Which spoon should right. I use? What should, right. what should I make for dinner? Right. And what should, what should we do for this? And right. should we do should we do it this way or should we do it that way? And, right. and it's paralyzing. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I thought of when I read the story. I was like, wow, it's a story of of understanding how choice is a th- is is this has choices have a nature to them and uh anyway that's so i have two take, yeah. take, larger take take home messages one of them which was spawned by what you just said is there's also in the world of making those choices all the time in this story a kind of sense of powerlessness so because the Yes, you can choose A or B, but the thing is, in this particular instance, either way, because of the structure of what the king had done, either way, you're screwed. Right. 
and that power, the, the daughter didn't have choices that made sense to her. I'm guessing. Right. I mean, and she were, did have a choice to make too. Is it the, the guy on the, in the, in the Coliseum, the accused had a choice and she had a choice to make too. That's also interesting. I just thought choices. of that now, right? Yeah. Sure. Her choices have a different kind of framing and his choice has, I mean, his choice is, at, he doesn't it, have to listen to her. In other words, correct. If, if she correct. moved her eyes <clears throat> to the right, he may have seen into her soul that exactly and done the opposite exactly and also initially his choice is a random choice you know the sound the, the, they put sound barrier around the door so you can't hear the right. tiger or anything you can't so it's random right. you can only guess which way with the king he probably would go to the right and then he think i think he's going to the right so he should go to the left and you know you can play that game right, right? It's, it's like so, from princess bride right with, uh, right <laughs> That character. The second home, uh, take-home message that I have has to do with um, it has to do with the audience, with 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 the thro- as you put, aptly put it, the throngs. I think, in a sense, the whole story. It reminded me of um, what's that uh, that movie that. The games, the the um, Hunger Games, Hunger Games, uh-huh. or the lottery. Yeah, there's like a bit that. of that. Yep, yep, a bit of that <laughs> in the sense that the way that the king set up the equation was not fair or helpful for the accused or their families. Correct. But it, what, what was it set up for? The king was very smart. He was maybe semi-barbaric, but he was smart. He set it up as entertainment value for the public. Right. Either way, it's going to be fascinating because, like in a story, you have gore and people love that sort of thing. And the people love romance. And, then, and people love not knowing what's, might, oh, what could happen, right? It's yeah. a, and, and not only that, you have the added benefit because if, if it's the lady, you've got this great sub-story of the public is able to watch, in this case, the daughter and see her reaction as this guy's right. kissing right. his new bride. Or as he's getting eaten up. Either see, way. That's, yeah, either way, it's something to it's fascinating. gawk at. Yeah, and in a sense, it's a reflection, even though it was written in the 1800s, I guess. Um, By Fra- our, Frank Stockton, I believe, was his name. It came to me, yeah. Uh-huh. Of our own society and how our society is set up for public um, entertainment. Right. Yeah, I get, and partly the choices that are entertaining, right? Watching people make choices, watching people make, quote, bad choices. People like things. to see people squirm. Right. So, for instance, ooh, we've got this senator, a Republican senator, or a Democratic senator, ooh, who was caught with Missy Prissy from <laughs> Madame Brissy? Uh, um, snip, snip. So yeah, it was just uh, you know it was cold out, but it was hot, and it was a great hot story about he was caught, and here's his expression, and here's his wife, and there's the kids, and and there's some thing about ah. The public sees that, and there's a kind of cathartic. That was you. It wasn't me. I'm above you now. And it was you. And it was a choice you made. Yeah. You know, we like to. You know. And we're going to watch that. And what's where is it pasted on the newspapers? Wow. Wow. 
and the websites of wherever New York wow. Times or, wow. or or more rags, but uh, that you know we think about. Well, why does the media put forth all these stories? It's because the public wants that. These are just businesses. They're just trying to make money. It's what we want. We haven't evolved since the no. medieval times, have we? <laughs> no. <clears throat> well, that's, that's why it's so funny that the king is semi-barbaric. I think the author is poking fun because I think we are the king. I mean, we are setting up in our society an experiment just like the king has, where it's all a big circus. You know, you're going to get tried in the, in the theater of public opinion, Bum-bum-bum-bum! Yeah, it's like... That's fascinating. I hadn't, I hadn't added it up that way. That's really interesting, you know. That's, you know, great stories. Great stories make you... Give you... Uh, reason to pause and think about... Uh, you know... And I love that it's open-ended. I love that story. That's probably why I never forgot it. It was like, ugh. And speaking of pause, you could think about it from the tiger's point of view. <laughs> so, um, you know, because we were, t- I knew we were going to be talking about choices and, um, you know, uh, I, I just, this tune that I've written that's going on the new album I wanted to play for you called okay. Boots on the Ground. Okay. And... Um, yeah, somehow the Lady of the Tiger just, uh, maybe just the thinking about choices and the choices, and maybe also thinking about the, the choices that paralyze us or, uh, so this is Boots on the Ground. boots on the ground Let me see the place where you're found Let me see you not make a sound Don't need the tears all around Let me see your boots on the ground Let me see you not make a sound Let me see you walking around Let me see your boots on the ground Let me see you Lost and found, get your boots on the ground Like a flash of lightning, it came so fast What's gonna last, you ask? Time tells it will, time kills it will Get your boots on the ground Get your head out the ground Listen to the sound of walking around How they pound and pound How they wound around Get your boots on the ground
take from you But for the sake of you The years, the fears, the tears The years, the fears and the years And the tears and the years The years and tears and fears and years And the tears and the years Where's the snow on the hill? Where's the will and the thrill? Time tells it will Time kills it will Get your boots on the ground The ghost is here today It's getting in your way I can hear it near Before you say You're flying away Flying far, and there you go, and there you are. Now get your boots on. I think I think there's so many choices in life and I think there are times where we just sit in quicksand or you know just stay we don't we're not grounded in the decisions we just can't can't go there right and then life just happens around us keeps moving it keeps it just going keeps moving yeah as does everybody else you yeah. know everybody else is making choices and making so, here's to having our boots on the ground. Yeah. Um, it's funny because um, Mr. Peach got some boots. Did you know about these? <laughs> they look kind of squishy. Very squishy? Squishy, sweet. Yeah. You tasted like Mr. Peach's watermelon boots? Watermelon sugar. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh-oh. <laughs> That was a different style. Are you choosing the peach or the watermelon? Because no, that can get very... Yeah, that's, yeah, no, that's juicy. <laughs> what I are the seeds of that, uh, <laughs> that, that comment there? There's a lot of outgrowth of shoots. <laughs> if you were in the middle of, a, of an arena and you looked at me and asked me the watermelon or the peach... I would say that was a fruity question. <laughs> I, I might indicate to the right, but that could mean all sorts of things. It could mean like <laughs> chop, 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 chop. It could mean oh no, not that. Oh no wonder. Oh my gosh, that's why they had the boot on the ground. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a national fish for this very topic, covering all the things we've discussed thus far. <laughs> national fish, yeah, because it's the watermelon fish. No. Close. Okay. You're not going to give the answer. We're all going to have to decide I what I don't you know. know what the answer is. I thought you would know. No, it's the flounder. 
like you're floundering. Right. Floundering. I, I, I not, no, 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 not floundering. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> I mean, this is one podcast. Is this not one podcast? I'm just, just to clarify. This is the uh, offshoot of the fruit choice podcast where you have to decide no, which way, which fruit and how, what to do with the fruit. Do you slice it? Do you freeze it? I don't know what to do. I don't know what should I do. I which don't way know. America? That's the other podcast. Which way to go? <laughs> this is my peach and I want to know. So, okay, so there you go. So I just if, put my guitar down. Don't start that song. No, 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 no. So if you had to make a choice between... Okay, so picture this. If you had a semi-barbaric state senator, <laughs> right? And on the left, you had a flounder. <laughs> and on, and the, on right. the right, you had a scale. Oh, I thought you were going to say a philanderer. Okay, flounder and the flounder. Okay, That's yes, but it, you had me going there. Okay, no, Someone already Scale. chose this podcast. See, someone had their boots on the ground. There's another take me for... Oh. You mean we're in legal trouble now? There's another We've take me for a ride. <laughs> let, and that's exactly goes back to the flounder because it's legal seafood. <laughs> okay, so there's a scale and there's a knife or it's just a scale? All the fish have scales, exactly. <laughs> no, no, it's the, we, we have to discuss this on a whole different scale. <laughs> okay. It's a weighty... What do you do with the scale, though? There's a There's a senator? No, there's a... You, no, you, no. Okay, you have the center on one side of the scale, and you have to weigh <laughs> down on the Swami's liver. You have to hold that senator down. Do you ever hear that song? It's like an old spiritual. Yes. Hold that senator down, boy. You never, you never learned that when you're growing up. I learned it uh, with a different word for sen- instead of senator. Oh yeah, so a lot of people insert you know things talking. into the senator. I meant <laughs> in place of the senator. You know, you know what I meant. I was just philandering there. So, I think the thing about a senator and a fish. Yes. Okay. So if you have a slimy fish on the left, <laughs> right, and then you have a senator, a scaly or slimy one. To I'm saying choose. a state senator. I'm Make not a choice. Talking like a real senator. I'm talking about like a state senator, right? <laughs> And then you had to you had someone winking at you. Yes. Your right eye choosing on choosing. the podcast, nobody knew what I just did. Oh but you see so you have to guess and we're not gonna tell you. So right. you, it's up to if you it, it all has to do with getting your feet your boots on the ground. Okay. If you had to choose if you had to choose or lose, yes. which would you do if you got to have the 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 semi barbaric king's daughter? Choose or lose. Okay, so with the senator, you got the king as well. Correct. On the other side, you get a slimy fish or <laughs> the king's daughter. <laughs> and you'd have to not only marry them, but you'd have to marinate them. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Marinated, I, I'm sorry, I just was thinking of Tommy the movie and the beans in the bathtub marinating. So are we marinating the fish or the princess? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> You don't have can, to. Can I can I ask you a question, Eric? I, I realize I'm interrupting. Go ahead, Tommy. Can you hear me, Tommy? Can you hear me? I'm trying to think of how to respond, but I can't decide how. I'm 
I, I can't. I feel I don't know. stuck. Let me just weigh the options here for how I should respond to Tommy. Can you hear me? Because on one hand, the, yeah, one hand, <laughs> you have a fish. <laughs> the other, you have a state senator. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm weighing them both. Tommy, Tommy, can you hear me? And I, I'm going to choose door number one. Now that's who? back to you. <laughs> Why should I say the who? <laughs> door number one is you have to choose which it is. Now you're paralyzed. Back at you. <laughs> I've been paralyzed for some time now. Okay, you're gonna have to choose one or the other. This doesn't have to do with an oyster cult, does it? <laughs> or is it a blue one? <laughs> I, no, no, no. I'm on, I'm confused. So if we're trying to entertain the throngs, is it a diphthong or semi-diphthong? I never knew what that was. Could I never you understood a single word he said. But I helped him with his diphthong. <laughs> and he always said a mighty fine, fine thong. Diphthong. Yeah, mighty thong, thong, thong. And when you're wearing your thongs, it's very much like having a boot on the ground. Like ground coffee. <laughs> Singing joy to the thong. All the girls and boys now. Joy to the fishes and senators. What happens if the tiger got the fish? (laughs) Imagine from the point of view of the tiger. Very disappointed tiger. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. Because he would have wanted the princess. My parents went to Florida and all I got was a stinging fish. No, I don't know. Sting? (laughs) How did Sting get into this? I thought we were talking about the who. <laughs> who? Joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Joy to... Could you remind me what this podcast was about? <laughs> because we're choosing this podcast. We are choosing to be... It's like the Passover Seder. Like, you are choosing to be the son who doesn't understand what the heck's going on. As opposed to the son... Who is a QAnon follower? Whoa. Choo, choo, choose to watch the QAnon documentary on HBO or don't. Either way. Okay, if you choose to do that, then under door number two, you get the Q. The Q exactly. And then if you choose the other one, you get the FQ. FQ. Fuck you. Fuck QAnon. Fuck QAnon. Mm. No, no. Behind no. door number one, you have morons, Dumb. and then you have dumber, <laughs> dumb, dumber, dumbest. Always certainly figured it all. <laughs> They're certainly figured it all out by just attaching a string to f- then code five two zero one two, which he texted, which that person up there affirmed was behind door number three. So Didn't one you was see? firm, and the other was less firm, right? And when you tie them all together, you have all the answers. And, and then it, right. it all makes perfect sense. It makes it? perfect sense, especially to the queen. And here's why right. I'm saying that. Yes. Because if you're talking about the firm, then we're not, we're, we're talking about the power structure around the palace. Oh, I thought you were going to say around the worm. Because you did see the worm, right? No, but I saw the hole. <laughs> the wormhole. So if you go the speed of light... And then you try to exceed it. Yes. The king won't like that. But he'll give you a worm. He'll fry it up. Could fry it up for dinner. Right. Is that the king at the door? That's the king at the door. Is it? No, the king at the door is in door number one. 
Door number one. Door number one. Door number one. There I just heard another door. Was that Jim Morrison? Door number one. Door number one. Door number two. Dorothy. Okay. Number two. Okay. So here's the here's We're the final answer. Kansas Toto. <laughs> we have there are two doors here. Two doors. Okay. It's a sedan. This is for all South Sedan the listeners out there. <laughs> Listener there auditorium. Doors. And behind door number one behind. is a. Behind the firm, behind number two, don't brush up against is the queen. You'll you're. I can't tell you what's behind either door, but I want you now to just ponder what's behind door number one and two. And now, just think about what me. You may know me. You may not know me. But what now I would have. Pu- <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you making fun of the decision making process? Is that the point of this? No, podcast? but there may behind door number. Uh, because I can't decide whether I want to call you on that. I've left you behind one of the doors. A major treat. I don't. I'm not telling you what it is, but it's major. And behind the other door is a major uh, disappointment. No. Ready? Choose. I want both. No. And here's what, no. Yes. No. And here's why. Because in a Shakespearean sense, and this comes back to the firm because that's, you know, Mother England, right? Um, <laughs> where all these stories came from. So, and they invented fact checking and then they took it away from us. No. And we've been in sort of. Is that why Brexit happened? Yes. Oh, that's why Brexit happened. Oh, no. And we've sort of been unfirm ever since. Yes. So it's sort of their fault that we're this way. The religious fanatics came here, the prisoners went over to Australia. We are the descendants of the religious fanatics over here. Correct. So So we choose door number. <laughs> I, I think you're missing the point. That there is no point. The point is in a Shakespeare. Oh, no! Wait, could you say it again? say that again oh no the point is to have both because if you have the goodness and the less goodness that's part of the human condition so on door number one you have the shampoo and the other you have a condition er that actually makes me feel better so it's like i'll take them both the no, lady. No, no. i was just kidding you oh no you can't do that to me dangling that like suds if, if I had another child, I would name them Suds. In fact, Elon Musk, I think, has six kids, each of them named Suds. One, two, three, four, five, and six. Except he added more digits. Like A6 Suds, 23, 26. And the seventh is the major seventh. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> Choose door number... Uh, it's the who.